Hello, hello. Welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. If you're just joining in for the first time, I am Senior Master Craig Greca. I have over 36 years of martial art experience, starting in Taekwondo, then in Choikwondo, and now the Universal Martial Art. And we are examining and discussing the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe. And it's kind of funny because uh, today, the movie in which we get our example from is not your most favorite one among fans. And that is the Karate Kid 2010 with, with uh, Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan. Okay. Now, a lot of people don't like this one uh, because it doesn't follow the, um, the same um, set of characters in the um, Karate Kid movies. And also, too, um, it is the only one without Pat Morita, another one. And then also, too, it is Kung Fu, not Karate. Okay? Um, but I really like this movie. I don't know why a lot of people uh, badmouth it for. Um, uh, I've been to Korea, South Korea, and uh, the mood that they captured. Um, I've been to the equivalent of the Forbidden City inside Korea. It's not called that, but it's, uh, it's very similar. Um, so I actually very much enjoyed it. Um, I, I read, read some trivia before I, I came on the air today. And um, one of the things is that um, I think it was Sony really wanted to call it the Kung Fu Kid, okay? But the uh, the director did not want to call it that. He wanted to call it the Karate Kid to tie it into the other one. So um, who knows? Maybe someday in the Cobra Kai series, they will tie it in somehow. They have tied it in a little bit, and I've seen their little tie-ins, little Easter eggs, and I very much appreciate that, okay? Now, what fans don't know is the fact that Without that movie in 2010, we had a huge gap of no Karate Kid movies. So, you know, uh, I, I, I say hats off to, the, to Will Smith and the other people that got that movie going. Um, and I, I like the movie. So, anyways, our example today comes from that movie. And that's where uh, Dre Parker and Han, um, Han was teaching uh, Dre Parker um, how to kick higher. And he was using bells. Uh, that were hanging around his workshop um, in the backyard to uh, for Dre to kick. Um, so there's a bell that uh, that he has, and of course he keeps on uh, he has it set at a certain height, and then um, he keeps on trying to ring the bell with a with a roundhouse or with a swing kick, and uh, it takes him the whole time, but eventually he rings the bell, and it, it's tied into the tournament where the tournament uh, is ringing the bell, and that's where. A lot of our examples come from today as well, especially in my, uh, in my personal history. In my personal history with the topic that we have today called Ring the Bell, um, my personal history is that uh, when we were kids, uh, we were big fans of the WWF wrestling. Okay, We used to wrestle all the time with my brothers and sisters. Uh, we used to uh, watch the shows. We used to imitate the, the, mo the moves and the rhetoric. And... Um, we used to, um, at the end of the match, we would it would result in one of us trying to pin the other, and then the uh, the um, the uh, 
catchphrase we always used to use was the ding, ding, ding. You know, because that's the, the bell ringing, ding, ding, ding. And the winner of this match, a new heavyweight champion of the world, Hulk Hogan, you know, wherever it was. So we, we were big time into it. And um, that's really the only personal reference I have to the ring the bell topic. So I thought I'd use that today. And we're going to use it later on in the... Uh, in the um, podcast today too as well. So, of course, you know, I'm going to try and tie it in. So, uh, but anyways, <clears throat> the um, the work task, you know, a lot of these uh, topics that I do inside the uh, Karate Kid Master Dojo uh, podcast are based on work tasks that, um, that you can turn around and use um, to teach martial arts. Like, for example, wax on, wax off, like washing your car. Um, it's very easy to tie that in. However, some of the topics that we have don't always have a direct work task or a, a big work task. Some have bigger work tasks and others have um, more martial arts training. And this one's more of a martial arts training one. So anyways, um, the work task is very easy. Um, one of the things that you, we always talk about making your house, your household nice and, and um, having a nice garden uh, with trees or flowers to grow in the backyard. Uh, but also, too, there's one thing. Um, a lot of people um, will work on lightscaping, which is a way of putting lights that have solar powered on them so that in the uh, nighttime your trees are illuminated and your front of your house is illuminated. And then there's also the one that's often overlooked, which is the audible landscaping. Okay, I just, I'm not sure if that's a thing. I just made that up just now. But the audible lands, uh, landscaping, which is having chimes and bells um, around your house and around um, in your garden so that when the wind blows, it kind of plays a little bit of music for you, okay? And that's what I call audible landscaping, okay? So um, I challenge you for your work task to hang bells in your outdoor area to serve as a wing chime, okay? I think that this is very therapeutic because... Um, chimes in general give you kind of a relaxed meditative musical state and it's just kind of nice you're sitting on the porch or you're sitting in the lanai in the back or the back backyard and you can hear uh bells chiming okay and that's i think that's special and i think that's uh significant now as a martial artist you may want to install some more durable bells as to they last a long time Okay, I have a couple right here, actually. So you got this one. Okay, that's a little bit of a bigger one. Then I have a little little one right here. Sounds like a cowbell. Okay. And um, I have an upcoming class that I'm going to teach called the Ring the Bell in the studio where we're going to have bells hanging all over the studio and they have to try and kick them. But we'll get to that. Um, so if you install bells around your house, maybe you can install some more durable ones as to they could have dual purpose in your life. You can hear wing chimes, and then you can set them up like hanging in a tree so you can go try and take a kick, okay? Because you see, that is the what I call martial art disease. It's not necessarily disease. I guess it's a phenomenon. But uh, every time I see a branch, a low-hanging branch, I'm like, I wonder if I can kick it, okay? And maybe I can spin kick it. I can spin, kick it, and I can I can get it. I can reach it, okay? And that's part of the uh, allure of martial art training is uh, seeing if you can kick it. Anybody can punch it, but not everybody can kick it. So 
Anyways, we'll go to our martial art practice today. Okay, so martial art practice, you have your bells um, hanging as a work task, as your audible landscaping, and you have them in your outdoor area, and you want to have them somewhere where you can safely strike or kick them. And there's a lot of things to consider. One, usually you lean when you take a kick, so you got to make sure that, um, that you have room for yourself and also that you have a level surface so that you can try and kick. Um, you also need to make sure that you can, uh, you can kick it where anything that you, if you hit it harder, you can, it can swing and not hit anything else or, or fall off. So you just have to make sure that you apply safety so it's in an area where it's easy to, to um, interact with. Um, then what you do as part of your martial art training is you try and lift your leg and to barely kick the bell enough to make it ring using your flexibility, strength, and control. Okay. Um, you can try to hit the bell with different levels. Okay. So you can have some bells that are lower, some bells that are medium, some bells that are higher. Okay. Then you, maybe you may have that one highest one that's hard to reach. You know, that's kind of fun. And then you try to do, use different kicks. Okay. Sometimes, like for example, I know that my swing kick is a lot higher than my side kick. You know, I don't have a, as much side flexibility as I do front flexibility. Uh, so any kick that requires front flexibility, like heel kick, downward crescent twisting, I have or front kick, I have a ton of I can get a ton of height on it. You know. But the ones that require side flexibility more, more like the side kick, reverse swing kick, and um, sometimes the swing kick as well, uh, it's a little harder to get the leg up there. Um, you can also do hand techniques on these bells as well. Uh, but hand techniques in general, they are easier to do. So it's like, oh yeah, wow, you can do it with your punch or palm strike. Um, but you can work on control. Okay, work on your control. And why I'm sitting here, I just had another movie reference. Okay, um, in the movie Lady Blood Fight, okay, the master teaches the student how to hit a bell as hard as she can. Now, this bell is humongous. So when she tries to hit the bell, it's like cast iron, it's about five feet bell it's a huge bell and it's super heavy and super strong so she says that you know I want you to hit this as hard as you can she goes do you want me to break my hand and she says well you know if you focus focus and focus your harness your chin you that you you can hit it hard without breaking your hand okay so of course in the movie she figures that out okay and that's a very powerful move that she uses in the fight later on and I, I love I gotta admit, you know, uh, when I watch movies, I love the training scenes. And that's probably why I like the Karate Kid so much. I love training scenes. Any scene in a movie where they're training, whether it be Rocky or whether it be Karate Kid or any of these movies, these martial art movies where they have that period of training where they're getting ready for their final fight, I love that part. The training is great. I, I don't like it when they throw it too much into a montage because I kind of miss the intimate, intimate details of what they're doing, and I like that more. Uh, but I've always liked that, including some of the movies that I made personally. I've also done the same thing. So, um, The last thing of the martial art practice today 
um, is to raise the bell to the highest level. Now, one of the things that I considered is getting a small pulley to hang because then I can hang it really high and then I could raise the level of the bell to whatever level I wanted. Okay, so um, I can, because you know, um, when I do this special class of ring the bell, it's going to be difficult because there's going to be people like me that are six foot one, and there's going to be people like my daughter who are five foot three. Um, they're not going to be able to kick the same. I'll be able to kick a lot higher than she can because I'm just generally taller and have longer legs. Um, so you need to have a bell that's adjustable so that you can uh, raise it to its highest level. And you need to keep on challenging yourself as part of this practice to get your kicks higher, higher, and higher. Okay? Now, I explained this last night in my class. Um, in um, some martial arts, they prize themselves on kicking as high as they can. When I was in Taekwondo, it was always encouraged to kick as high as you can. Whether your foot is higher than your knee, it doesn't matter as long as your leg is high as it can go. However, <clears throat> in real martial arts fighting, um, not Hollywood martial arts or movie martial arts, um, it is not very practical to kick super high. You leave yourself very vulnerable to attack back uh, and catching and throwing off. So um, we don't always encourage. We encourage strong, fast, uh, belt-level kicks. We don't always encourage the higher kicks. However, again, <laughs> um, Showing that you can kick higher, that you can master a kick higher, shows your athleticism, that you have the flexibility range, you have the desire, and you have the ability to kick higher if you want. Okay, So sometimes it's nice to drive yourself to try and say, hey, can I kick that higher? Can I kick higher than that? Can I kick higher? It drives you to be able to get your legs higher. Not everybody can do that. Okay, Anybody can do a belt-level kick or a knee-level kick, and we have people in our class that are seniors or maybe uh, um, not as talented, and they can't get their leg very high, and that's okay. But if you can, I always want to encourage people to do that as well, because when you see a nice high kick in a movie, you know that that takes strength. You know that that takes athleticism, and you know that it takes flexibility. And people admire people that can achieve those higher levels. So it's a metaphor, really, for achieving those higher levels in life. Okay, so keep on working on that. Now, um, a couple things real quick. Um, one of the, um, in uh, doing the, uh, the podcast here, you know, sometimes I, I try to relate some personal history. Um, also, too, I, I like the, the movie references from the... Uh, the Karate Kid universe, uh, but also too, I try to get some kind of philosophical uh, tie-in as well. And today's tie-in with the topic "Ring the Bell" is one that I wanted to discuss as well. And one of the things I wanted to discuss about that is this: "Ring the Bell" can mean a couple. It can mean a lot of different things. One can mean um, the end of a match. Okay. It can signify the beginning of a match. Okay, so if you're doing a, uh, some kind of tournament like they do in the movies, it can do that. Um, but 
but these if you're not fighting in the ring how do these how do these um, uh, terms work well the ring the bell could mean like just like the beginning of a match that's the start of a goal and then the ring the bell at the end the ding 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 is the reaching of a goal okay um, so that's something you can tie into your own uh, personal training to do that but the biggest meaning I wanted to use with the ring the bell because the ring the bell could mean as I said a beginning or an end okay and if you think about life as not being the beginning or the end but just like a circle then it has different meaning but one of the things about ring the bell that I wanted to discuss um, and this is kind of a metaphor for the kids and also for the adults and the young teenagers and the um, the young adults um, as they as they get older okay because inevitably um, things change and ring the bell is something that um, a term that I want you guys to associate with when you're wrapping up a chapter in your life okay so for example um, uh, I owned two martial arts studios um, in this area but after um, the, uh, the COVID I had to uh, to close one of them okay so I had to wrap it up ring the bell so to speak okay sometimes in life too um, I've had to uh, leave job opportunities and ring the bell and leave those and what I'm saying is this when you when it's time to to do that when it's time to ring the bell always try to leave gracefully okay I have not done this in my life I have not always tried to leave gracefully uh, sometimes when when it's time to leave sometimes there's bad uh, animosity uh, towards you uh, that you have that people have towards you and um, they don't realize that this wasn't an easy decision to do now um, ring the bell means to always leave gracefully so when every time it's time to leave and time to seek out a new adventure then it's um, then you leave gracefully don't burn bridges think of everything as being connected okay think of everything as being connected to each other so even though you won't be seeing each other on a daily basis you're still connected because you shared that common history and that you can keep on working hard um, especially nowadays I mean like to, to lighten up the mood a little bit um, there these days there's always Facebook Instagram uh, email uh, all kinds of social media platforms so a lot of my former students still talk to me uh, and still contact me um, in fact um, I had one student recently that just reached out to me um, that, that said thank you for teaching me martial arts um, all those years ago um, that I got into a uh, skirmish with uh, three guys and I was able to um, to get out of that situation with only one hit to myself and I was able to run away with all those other three guys laying on the ground I was able to defend myself and get away and I only got one punch to myself and I didn't suffer any any that much harm or that much damage it could have been a lot worse and uh, he wanted to thank me for for the martial art training uh, over the years so I love hearing stories like that 
Um, I love hearing stories about my students recently over the last two weeks. Uh, one kid uh, was bullying another and he stepped in and he blocked every single technique that the kid was trying to do. And then eventually the kid gave up, the bully gave up and went away and he defended someone else. I love hearing stories like that. Okay, those, those, those kind of stories are what make me do what I do. Okay, I don't hear them very often because uh, people these days can be a little bit selfish. Um, but I do, I very much appreciate when people let me know the things that I've done that helped benefit them. So remember that we are here every week, okay, in order to fully learn karate in general, you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training. You can train all day long, okay? It's not just uh, when you're in the studio do you train. You also can practice your patterns and speed drills and basics outside, okay? Get outside. I encourage you to go outside, okay? Even if it's cold. Now, um, one more thing. Uh, we have a secret word each week. Uh, the secret word or phrase this week is ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so that secret word this week is our phrase is ding, ding, ding. The winner of the match and new heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> I had to use that. So I was trying to get some fun for the kids. Um, this is the... Um, this is the fun part because this is the end of season two, uh, season one. Excuse me, I'm getting ahead of myself. I do that a lot. Um, this is the end of season one of my podcast. Okay, so uh, starting next week, we'll have a we'll have season two starting with episode one. We'll have brand new topics, of course, and also too, we're gonna have a brand new intro song, an extra song. Okay, so I'm looking forward to uh, to keeping it to keeping it fresh and having fun. So um, we'll keep on learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life, increased productivity, and a better world. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.